0: Module eight, maximizing post-event benefits. You've had an amazing conference and your brain is overflowing with new information. Your wallet filled with business cards of new connections. Returning to reality can feel exhausting while you're still processing the experience you've just had. Many people are exhausted when they get back from a business event in a state of information overload. And worse, on top of that, the work you've been ignoring to this event is waiting for you at the office too. Not to mention that your family probably misses you and you need to find your way back to your usual routine. Ironically, these experiences meant to inspire and rejuvenate you often end up taking their toll. It's the price we pay for the opportunity, but there are ways to minimize the downsides and soften your landings as you return to regular life and make sure the things you learn and connections you made stick. This last full module is full of tips to do just this. Starting with, in the next chapter, the most important thing you should do as soon as you get home. See you there! 8.1. The first thing you need to do when you get home. We often joke about needing a vacation from our vacation after our travels. Well, that's twice as true when it was a business trip. You've probably been missing your friends and family at home and them missing you, or even just missing your alone time, if that's what you're used to. Whatever the case may be, Before you worry about what's waiting for you back at work, or networking follow-up, or anything else, try to take a day or two to unwind and reconnect with your life as usual. Schedule a day off in advance if you need to. This will leave you feeling more recharged and ready to tackle the mountain of emails waiting in the office. But don't worry, in the next chapter, I have some tips for helping you minimize that stress too. 8.2. A faster climb up email mountain. One of the most overwhelming things about returning to the office after a few days away is always your inbox. But we can get through this together, with a few quick tricks to whittle that workload down. First, consider sorting your emails by subject line. This will help you group the emails covering the same topic together, so that you can tackle one topic at a time, and hopefully already delete a bunch of them if they repeat the same things. Also, use folders or labels like do now or follow up for more pressing matters, or read later for things that aren't a current priority like newsletters. Just set aside time in your calendar for a couple days later, after you've had time to catch up, to look through your read later folder. You might want to make this a weekly event for your quietest afternoon of the week in general. When deciding which email goes in which folder, use the two minute rule, If you can deal with it in two minutes, do it right away. Then you can check it off your to-do list, leaving your shoulders a little lighter. Remember, this first pass through your email is a speedrun. You'll check back in on everything else later, once you've had a chance to get back into the work with them. While you're making a calendar appointment to make sure you do that, also add one to follow up on what you learned at the conference, and share it with your own network, helping yourself and everyone around you benefit from your experience. We'll talk about how exactly to do this in the next chapter. 8.3. Learning and networking through social media. Your mind is probably swirling with all the new things you saw and heard at your business event. Luckily, if you use the note-taking method we talked about in module 2, the Cornell method, you have good notes to help you remember. But what's better than learning something new? Passing that new knowledge on? When you explain new concepts to others, you're more likely to remember them yourself. Not to mention that you're showing your value as a collaborator and thought leader, both which make you someone people want to work with. This is where social media comes in handy. You can, for example, create a list post with the top 20 things you learned from attending this event, tag the people you met there and ask them to add anything you missed. Make it collaborative to build on your new bonds while learning from them at the same time. After all, they probably attended sessions you missed. Tag the organizers of the event too, and they'll often share your posts, expanding your reach. And share this on your company's internal intranet or thought-sharing email groups while you're at it too. This shows your colleagues the value of the time and money spent for you to attend this event, and helps them possibly pick up a few tips too. Feel free to share your findings on all the social media you use, but don't forget to post it on LinkedIn. In the next chapter, we'll dig into how you can harness the power of the most popular professional social media platform, LinkedIn. 8.4, getting more out of LinkedIn. How much are you using LinkedIn? I know to some people, it might sound like a chore, but LinkedIn is the online business network. Think of it as a magic wand you can wave over your professional networking efforts to supercharge your results. If you don't have a profile yet, pause this course and set one up as soon as you finish this chapter. Or create an appointment in your calendar to set aside time to do this this week. It can be a huge benefit to your professional life. Once you have your profile set up, start with the business cards you collected at the event. Send connection requests to the speakers and attendees you met. Keep in mind that, even more than a platform for getting your own work seen, social media is designed as a platform for continuing conversations. When sending a connection request, try to always send a short personal message with it. Feel free to connect with me as well. I'll add the link in the show notes. I'd be happy to e-meet you. You've probably seen posts that made you say, wow, that's super helpful like the five tips that change networking for me. And you find there's at least one tip in there that changes networking for you too. Well, you can be the one creating those posts. Here's how. Your prep begins during the event itself. You need notes that are just detailed enough without distracting you from listening. Listen to chapter 2.3 to learn about the Cornell method for taking notes if you haven't already. When you get home or in the office, type your key takeaways from those notes up. The highlights of the sessions, adding any insights they've given you or examples from your own experience. You've just created the perfect post for LinkedIn. One extra tip, events often have a special hashtag. If you follow that hashtag on LinkedIn, you'll be able to follow everything that's posted about that event, even by people outside your network. It's like a secret password that connects people interested in the same topics. Use that hashtag in your posts, both the event hashtag and any other relevant hashtags for your topic, and more people will be able to find them. Even people who aren't connected to you but follow that hashtag will see what you've shared. Remember, when you share your knowledge and insights, you're not just boosting your own visibility, you're also building your personal brand and your company's brand as a thought leader in your fields. So in a nutshell, LinkedIn is your stage to shine, share and connect after the event. Who knows, your insights might just be the game-changer someone else has been searching for, or might be the spark that ignites a new important business connection. After all, you took the time to complete this course, so you are clearly someone who cares about building your business and career. Share that passion and drive and it will come back to you as well. Join me for the final module and chapter to celebrate your win of completing this course and look at the road ahead.